Welcome back everyone to the third episode of Awake Not Baked. Today, um, the day that the episode's being released, it's Christmas Day. So, Merry Christmas everyone. In this episode, I'll go deeper into the concept of giving, talk about random acts of kindness, creativity as an adult, the power of your words, and law of attraction. There's really nothing better than when a stranger shows you a random act of kindness. Because it's a stranger, you know that they're not expecting anything in return. It's purely about just being kind to you and from a feeling of generosity. And it makes the person on the receiving end feel so much warmth when it's unexpected and from someone that they don't know or have an emotional connection with. And it's the kind of thing that when you experience it or watch it happen, it's so pure and simple. And it almost wakes you up from your state of worry or anxiety or self-indulging or heightening of your own problems. It's such a simple act. And yet in its simplicity and purity, it causes such an impact. So I just want to talk about um, a few random acts of kindness I experienced as well as um, one or two that uh, people submitted. Thank you so much to um, everyone who replied to my Instagram story. Um, One of my absolute favorite stories is when I was out at dinner with one of my girlfriends and we had a big meal. We had starters, mains, desserts. We ordered a few cocktails. And when I went to the bathroom just before we got the bill, I came back and my friend looked really shocked and I was like, what happened? And she was like, I tried to get the bill, but the waiter said that um, a gentleman had already paid for our meal. And when I asked why, the waiter said that um, the gentleman was a regular customer and he was just really happy to see um, two girls enjoying themselves and laughing a lot and just having a good evening and he was really touched by it and so he paid the bill and we're like oh can we thank him and uh, apparently the waiter said that he had already left Um, and at first we were like hmm an older guy paying for a younger girl's dinner like is that a bit dodge Um, but then when we thought about it we were like this is genuinely really sweet because he wasn't expecting anything in return he wasn't expecting us to go speak to him he had already silently left and paid the bill um, and didn't want to be known and didn't want to be recognized. Um, And because he wasn't expecting anything, I think that made it so much more wholesome. And it it felt like because we were having a good time, he was almost thanking us for making his evening. Um, And I will never forget that. Also around the same time, I saw Bill Nye, we all know who he is from Love Actually, the old man rock star. Um, So apparently he's known for walking around London on his own and always dressed very nicely. So I saw him on one of his walks and he, no one had noticed him except me. He didn't know that I had noticed him, but he stopped uh, to speak to a homeless man. And for a good few minutes, he was chatting to him Uh, shook his hand, asked for his name, gave him a £50 note and went on his way. And I will always remember that because Bill Nye didn't care at all about 
the fact that the homeless guy probably hadn't showered in ages. He still wanted to shake his hand and respect his humanity, make this guy feel like respect his dignity um, and really treated him like an equal no matter what. But also as a third party observer, that really stuck with me because I could see that no one else was looking and an act of kindness is the most touching when it's clear that nothing will be received in return. It's just the feeling of being able to connect with someone and make someone else feel appreciated. I'll read out one that I really liked that was submitted. Where I used to live, my bedroom faced a shelterless bus stop. It had been on and off showers all day and in the middle of one, I saw an older woman without a coat or umbrella at the bus stop. My umbrella was quite old and I'd intended to get a new one anyway, so I ran out in sliders and gave it to her to keep. Later that day, she came to my front door with daffodils and a thank you card for bringing back some of her faith in people. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, I think what connects all of these stories, though, is that everyone who experienced any unsolicited kindness from a stranger or saw it happen remembers it forever. It has such a lasting impact. Um, but I hope hearing these stories inspire us to be more outward with our goodness because I feel like a lot of us have good intentions and want the best for people but when we're out in the public with people that we don't know we're not always expressing that and yeah we I just feel like we rarely express it with people we don't know and we should be a little bit more courageous and outward with our with our goodness it shouldn't just be with our loved ones it should be with anyone that we cross paths with and after all, it's these people who don't know us, who expect nothing from us, who will feel the most touched and inspired to pass that kindness forward. Kindness is honestly contagious and it's the true gift that keeps on giving. But during Christmas, I've been thinking a lot about how it's so weird that during the Christmas season, people just suddenly get more kind. They're in a better, like more giving mood. Um, and it feels like people come together to cr collectively create a new, softer, more positive reality. Uh, also one in which Santa Claus exists. Through singing songs about Santa, dressing up as Santa at schools and shopping malls, whatever, we're all collectively creating a reality uh, in which our children can believe that a guy who gives gifts to children exists um and actually even when I was younger uh when I was living in Connecticut my parents told me that every year there was a guy dressed up as Santa Claus who would come early morning on Christmas day and give me gifts and the first time he came my mom was like wait what <laughs> does Santa exist like I'm confused who is this person um but it was probably just a neighbor but that was all for me a part of believing that Santa was real. It was all these people that didn't know me who were kind of working together in creating this fantasy. Also, people just tend to be in a better, more wholesome mood over Christmas. The, mu the music that people are exposed to are more wholesome. The ads you see on TV are more wholesome. Obviously, that's to increase consumption and that's a whole other 
discussion, but it still has the effect of people opening up their hearts. It shows you that when there is a united front and a joint intention and focus, you can quite literally transform reality. It's almost like a collective manifestation or attraction. And I think when we become more intentional, we can each play a part in creating a more loving world. It's so easy to think that we're too small to make an impact. But I think something silly like Christmas shows us that we can really like create a different reality for each other. And it's such a domino effect. Um, But going back to the idea of consumption over Christmas, I literally fall into this whole Christmas trap so badly um and get such stupid silly things that I'll never use over Christmas like a few weeks ago I was at a um Christmas market just looking for food but then I saw this scarf that was very cute at the time (laughs) I emphasize um and I was like oh it's 25 pounds like I'll get it it's super soft it's alpaca wool love it an hour later I spilt chocolate sauce for my crepes all over the scarf it was completely ruined um and I was like okay I'm gonna have to go dry clean this and then a few days later I was on the bus to work and I see this girl with this scarf and I was like thinking that's a fucking ugly scarf and I was like hold on a minute that scarf looks extremely familiar (laughs) and it was literally the same scarf that I bought from this Christmas market um but like completely tattered and it was so obvious that it was just like one of those scarves that isn't good material and kind of self-deteriorates looks so crusty and I was like okay well I was gonna send it to dry cleaning but now I'm just gonna throw it away because like I don't even like the scarf it's so gross but I'm literally brainwashed into like thinking I need to buy everything because it's Christmas and it's cute and whatever and it's so silly But anyways, the commercial industry clearly benefit a lot from us thinking that a good gift is one that we've spent a lot of money on um, and that has a lot of monetary value. Um, But we need to remember that this kind of gift giving is basically something that we've been brainwashed to think of. Um, And with the idea of Santa gifting us material things if we're good kids... Uh, you know, kids are taught to make a list of material things that they want at the end of the year as a reward for being good. That's all kind of adding to that push for consumption. And it's really sad. I think we should encourage our kids to not think that the reward uh, for being good and being kind to one another is to have material things. Of course, that's a fun part of it. I'm not saying we should get rid of that altogether, but it's a dangerous, slippery slope and that we want our kids to feel a sense of satisfaction other than just material, you know, sense of satisfaction from making someone else feel really good and letting themselves feel nice for enabling that to happen. In general, I think we should find other more creative ways of giving and appreciating one another. I think giving physical only giving physical gifts um, of economic value is so boring and we're just like falling into the trap of doing something because everyone else is doing it or because we've always done it but in classic awake not bake fashion 
I would ask, what's the point in doing anything just because you're going with emotion, just because it's always been done? And I think we should really reconsider our understanding of generosity and um, what it means to give to someone. Because in Christmas, there's such an idea of exchange. You're almost not expecting something in return but there is this underlying sense of when you give something that other person might owe you or they will probably give you something in return um and I think that idea of exchange removes the whole purpose of giving which is to have no purpose other than to make someone else feel good to appreciate someone Exchange is an interesting description of Christmas gift giving because Christians would tell you that the real gift of Christmas is God sending his son Jesus into the world. He became one of us to save us from our sins by his death on a cross. Um, and it's the giving of a gift that that doesn't expect reciprocation. Um, a person acting for the benefit of others and not for themselves. But if we apply the christmas concept of gift giving that we have now to that teaching that christian teaching we would have a whole different teaching altogether i think but in questioning the value of material gifts i've thought about what is a great gift and i think it has to be something with thought in it that makes someone feel seen understood appreciated special my friend last week came over to mine and brought her watercolors and card paper and she was like let's make Christmas cards for people and she told me that she never buys Christmas cards and never will because it doesn't take that long to make it for someone but it also becomes so much more meaningful and so much more touching to that person when they know that you've spent your time on it and made it unique and special to them and I think it says so much about her that she takes the time to do that. She really understands the purpose of giving. Because with a letter or a card, um, when you're making it, you're taking the time to actually sit down and think about why you appreciate that person and why your relationship means something to you. I think it's such a good way of being more intentional with the people that you choose to be in your life and understand who is really valuable in your life why you think that and how you can appreciate them for it um, instead of just hanging out with someone because it's convenient or because you've always had a friendship with them um, but my friend was laughing about the fact that everyone feels the need to always compliment her on her cards and be like oh that's so good like it's really good and she's like no it's not like that's not the point whether it is or isn't it's just meant to have you know, my my intention, my, my thoughts um, and the time dedicated to you. Um, but the way that I interpret that is that people are so obsessed with trying to, as adults, trying to always have a perfect product. Um, and I feel like we neglect our inner child and our desire to express and be creative and be free. Uh, by taking everything so seriously all the time. Like, you know when you see in the street um, a child, like, running around playing and the parents are like, don't do that, stop doing that. To me, that's the way that I see us when we all only do things 
like to please other people or to be correct and appropriate. And I think it's really important to remember that we do have like this inner child and nurture it through doing more creative things. And I think the reason why doing something creative um, in our weekly routines is nurturing our inner child is that as we grow up we are so used to confining ourselves to boundaries and limiting ourselves and telling telling ourselves this is how we have to do things like even at work you know you're constantly told oh this is the correct way do it again like that's not the way we do it whatever um and when you're doing something creative it's up to you completely up to you what the end product is you decide when something's finished you decide how to do that thing um, and what you want it to look like and you're completely free to interpret that thing in whatever way you want another friend talked about creativity really well she said being creative is about being selfless in that you're focusing your attention on something outside of yourself and being creative in it and it's a way to acknowledge and put effort into something other than yourself. And I think that really applies here with the card making and being creative in general. Um, I want to talk about Casey Musgraves again. <laughs> I'm obsessed. In her Architectural Digest video on YouTube, she talks about her creative room where she has arts and crafts, painting, anything creative is done in that room. And... She says she's in there all the time, even though her creative strength is in her music. And she also does like pottery and she also shows us her plates that she made during her pottery making sessions and talks about how they're like so unsymmetrical and so imperfect. But I think you learn to appreciate the completeness and wholeness of an imperfect product rather than trying to execute perfection when you're going through a creative process. And I think that's so important in not obsessing over perfection and learning to find beauty in the imperfect. We have to sometimes just let ourselves do things that don't have practical value, but just make ourselves feel good. And it's just a fun way of passing time, a fun way of de-stressing, letting go and like relieving pressure off of ourselves and not saying, oh, I'm too old for this or like that's a waste of time because what's the what's the value in doing that like just to let yourself play around and be childlike is so much more valuable than people think and my mom always said it's really important when you start working to have a creative outlet and a way to express yourself outside of work um, and now I really understand what she's saying because with me you know doing the podcast and doing other things when I do those things outside of work, at the end of that, I'm like, oh, okay, can't wait to get back to work. Like, I'm so excited. And you just feel so rejuvenated to get back to work. And, you know, when you finish work, you want to do something else that's completely opposite. And I just think when you have a creative outlet, you can come back to your goals, your, your work-related things, more rejuvenated, with more energy, more motivation to do those things. Um, and that balance is really important. But going back to the meaning of a good gift, I think a gift that was birthed from thought 
and understanding of that person you just can't go wrong with that because it's priceless you will never feel like you over or under gave firstly because you'll know from the joy of giving the gift and receiving their gratitude that that was a gift well giving given but also because a thought a thoughtful wholesome gift can't really be compared to a material gift it's a whole different type of giving altogether but in order to be truly abundant in your giving and be in a space in which you can appreciate someone else for their unique qualities etc you have to be in that same space yourself so I want to talk about the importance of being kind and loving and forgiving with yourself um, because we have so much more to give when we feel abundant with our own love and the words that we use both with ourselves and with others is super important there's a really good book called the miracle of water by masaru emoto um he basically exposes water to written words and then compares the water crystals that form when frozen um depending on the whether the words are positive or negative and it might be it might be seem super strange but it is really interesting definitely go to look it up um but his experiments show that positive words such as thank you um, or beautiful um show, reveal crystals that are balanced and well formed and then crystals that have negative words on it are really deformed and ugly looking um, and he basically argues that the energy that words carry is reflected in the formation of crystals. Um, and since our bodies are 70% water, we can infer from the crystals that the water within us also carries the energy of the words that we're charging it with. So naturally, we should use good words on a daily basis. Um, and what's really interesting is he says that the most amazing crystals and the most symmetrical perfect crystals come from the words love and gratitude but not individually when they're um, put together um and his argument is that love is the energy that we give to others and gratitude is the love that we receive from others is that more energy that we receive from others in other words the greatest form of energy results from the harmony between those two energies of giving and receiving and I thought that was really interesting because it's exactly what I was saying last week with Taoism and talking about Lao Tzu and how he discusses the balance of yin and yang opposite energies um, and how finding that balance is the key to having true harmony and bliss in life and I think going back to what I was saying about being more intentional with your relationships um any relationship that's one-sided you know when you're more intentional when you reflect you can kind of figure out am I giving too much or are they giving too much and am I not appreciating them enough um but any relationship that's one-sided it's kind of one plus one equals zero it can become very draining for the person that's giving too much and it's important to recognize where there's no cumulative effect and then move on from that or not focus on those relationships as much and not give too much um or on the other hand um learn to appreciate that person more if you feel like you're not doing your part um but then in a healthy relationship one plus one equals four when you're both giving and you're both receiving um 
you know, both loving and both feeling gratitude. Um, so again, like I really want to emphasize that it's so, so, so important to just like find those little ways in which you can reflect on the people that you choose to bring into your life and assess how you can show them gratitude and whether you're not or not you're doing that and if they're even worth it. And I do think that the random acts of kindness that I was talking about in the beginning is completely different to being kind uh, and giving in relationships that with people that you know and consistently relate to. Um, because random acts of kindness is just about doing your part to improve the world and bring happiness and bring joy to people. And then kindness in relationships is a totally different thing because it's it's nurturing a consistent ongoing interaction and when you're when someone is constantly giving and not either receiving appreciation and gratitude for that or not being um given to as well then that person is going to feel extremely drained and that's where this harmony between love and gratitude um and balance comes in I think balance is super, super key. And the way to know whether you have that balance is just to like reflect from time to time. And I think the Christmas cards and the letter thing was just like a a very cute, simple, wholesome way of doing that. One last thing I want to say on the power of your words. This might be super woo-woo, but I think it's super interesting that in Hebrew abracadabra means as I speak I create and I feel like that's very related to the word spelling because maybe you can infer from that that as we are spelling out the words we are creating spells um, and creating a reality so before I close off I just want to ask you what reality do you want to create with your words are we being intentional with our relationships are we aware of why we value each relationship and really important how are we expressing the love and gratitude to those that we appreciate as always make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode please rate and review my show if you like it it would help me so much and if there's ever anything you want me to discuss or any future ideas for topics you have shoot me a dm on instagram i'd love to hear from you Thank you so much for listening. Merry Christmas and see you next week for a special episode on New Year's Day. Bye.